Good morning from Special Sales. Good morning from Consumer. We've got Beiersdorf Campari tomorrow. We've got Kokelenic and ABI on Thursday. We've got a very good beverages note this morning. ABI feels like the major risk this week, given operating deleverage, emerging markets, FX and the debt questions. Campari, the street feels too complacent. I think there's more downside to numbers there. Uh, on Kokelenic, we think the stock already prices in a realistic worst case. And on Beiersdorf, we've already had sales. We, do, we are bearish on margin, but you won't get that update with this Q1 trading statement. So bears like me will be looking for any indication that China's not coming back fast enough given the lack of e-com platform. Finally, on the beverages note, it looks at prospects for reopening across the world and concludes that on-trade will come back very slowly. Ed looks at the read-across from UK pub commentary and reiterates his cautious stance about this very slow recovery. Uh, particularly to the on-trade in the back half, and versus the very complacent modelling on the street, which expects a very sharp V. Hi, it's Alex Turner on the discretionary stocks. In the news today, we have Prada CEO commenting that his stores in China, Korea and Taiwan are up double-digit growth in April. That is pretty much in line with peers. Also, TUI is uh, to restart its China travel business. Uh, note also, China's been celebrating a Labor Day with a five-day public holiday that finishes tomorrow. It's obviously seen as a first test of the uh, desire for travel domestically. And ahead of this holiday, Beijing did announce that it wouldn't require domestic travelers to the capital to undergo mandatory quarantine. This week, from results, we hear from Essilor Luxottica. Note the negative read across from Fieldman last week, highlighting that eyewear spend really is discretionary in tough times. And in luxury, we hear from Boss and Cuccinelli. And then in food retail, Arhold, Ocado and Metro report. We had a bullish read from US Nielsen for Arhold last week, so it'll be interesting to see if it can push on post-anticipated strong numbers, given the US name to stalling and the carpool bounce was under. Bonjour from Industrials, this is Bruno Zogliani. Uh, April US saw came out on Friday at 8.6 million, which is minus 48% year over year, but that's significantly above expectations. Transaction prices continue to rise with mixed shift into SUVs and trucks. Industry incentives are up substantially at $4,300,000, that's plus 26% year over year. Uh, continued strong performance year to date by GM in full size pickups, while Ford lost market share year to date. Average Detroit 3 inventory is plus 31 days year over year due to lower selling rates and absolute stock levels um, both down year over year and month over month, especially in full-size pickups. We're waiting for Trayton and Ferrari that should be out anytime soon. And just on Ferrari, it plans to return to full production at Maranello and Modena plants in Italy on May 8th after restarting gradually today. Good morning from Mark Hoffler in Resources. Lots of focus on oil prices once again this morning, and that's because both the front month contracts in WTI and Brent are trading down quite aggressively. Uh, I'm not particularly sure why that is. I suspect it's probably around uh, increasing rhetoric around US-China trade war. Uh, and if anything, I was starting to feel a bit better about the oil supply-demand imbalance, uh, particularly as North American uh, supply seems to be rolling over much faster than we might have expected. Increasingly, it looks like something in the order of 3 million barrels a day might be coming out of that supply chain in the coming months. Uh, and that's a view that is particularly uh, relevant in the context of commentary late on Friday from Chevron and Exxon. In steels, also worth flagging a downgrade on Tenaris from Hold by Alan Spence. Very high quality company, uh, very robust financials, uh, but just uh, easing back in terms of chasing the stock given the recent price movement. 
Yes, good morning, William Bevington from Jeffrey's TMD Special Sales. So we're downgrading Telefonica from outperforming to a neutral. We're downgrading to a hold in a recession pricing environment looming in Spain, and thus a more difficult pricing environment. Uh, Telefonica strategy of premium price points just isn't going to work in that sort of economic scenario. That's despite an increasing likelihood of a deal, a JV, we think, between Liberty in the UK, between O2 and Virgin Media's leverage would only drop from 3.5 to 3.2 times and importantly increase the exposure of Latin America to the stub of 40% of overall EBITDA. Uh, revenue would be cut by between 3 and 5% in 2022. EBITDA cut by 2 to 5% across that period and the target price cut from 6 euros to 4 euros 40. So downgrading Telefonica from now perform to a hold. Good morning from Healthcare. Our main focus today on the research side will be our rating changes in the European animal healthcare space. Uh, DECRA goes up to buy. Uh, our view on re recent deals are higher margin, improved product mix, and clear scalability increase our growth prospects going forward. We downgrade Verbeck on the view that the pipeline, which is very significant for valuation, will be delayed, and we cut our numbers there. Uh, most of the focus towards the end of last week was around uh, remdesivir data for Gilead. We saw, uh, obviously, late uh, last week and over the weekend an FDA approval on an emergency basis. Uh, this will continue to be a focus. And the Daily also flags upcoming timelines for further vaccines, etc., which we consider to be more significant to market sentiment. Uh, and it's certainly worth watching out for that. We have an expert call on the 13th of May, which is well worth tuning into. Thank you. Morning from Jeffrey's Financial Specialist Sales. Monday morning, another week ahead. Uh, plenty of earnings to digest coming down the pipe, along with some key macro uh, data and policy announcements, particularly in the UK. Uh, scheduling went on Thursday with the Bank of England uh, coming out with um, an updated forecast with the outlook for the economy there. On the stocks this morning, highlighting uh, the exchanges once again, note out on DB1. Upgrading numbers from last week's blowout Q1 earnings print 2021-22 EPS got up again by further two to three percentage points, which keeps us between five and ten percent ahead of consensus. So that name remains a key focus. And then next week we have Q1s from Euronext, and we'll be hosting a management call with the CFO afterwards to discuss numbers there. Also on stand chart note, uh, we upgraded the Hong Kong market today, and uh, Hang Seng by Sean Darby and the team, plus also. We've got a constructive post-Q1 note out on DBS, a key peer read-through.